You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, about three weeks ago, Christian Arroyo was sent to AAA Worcester having cleared waivers. Now, Christian Arroyo... In case you don't know, it's a 28-year-old infielder who spent the, every year since 2020 with the Boston Red Sox. Former first-round pick and a guy who, when on the field, has shown that he can be a really productive major league player. But this year, he struggled. He had the opportunity coming out of spring training to be the Red Sox everyday second baseman. He's a guy that, had, like I said, had produced, had earned that right, was going to be the second baseman with Kiki Hernandez being the shortstop. Had a really, really good spring training, coming off a pretty good year. Now, he had always been battling injuries, but seemed healthy coming in this year. But didn't really work out as planned. Didn't produce and had a lot of struggles. Had a lot of struggles in terms of being on the field. Then a lot of struggles in terms of just the mindset of what it took to be successful on and off the field, as you're going to hear from Christian himself. So Christian is now at AAA Worcester, and he's fighting through it. He's fighting through it in a couple different ways. He's fighting through it in terms of production, in terms of numbers. He's fighting through it, as he says on this podcast, with you know the mental health of it all. And mental health is a huge, huge conversation that more and more players are having in baseball, professional baseball, major league baseball, you know, and obviously society. But really, when we talk about mental health, it has been accepted that there are struggles for major league baseball players. I keep saying major league baseball players, professional baseball players, people in this industry. And as you're going to hear, Christian talks about this being part of the equation. And really, there's a lot to go here. There's a lot to learn from this conversation with Christian Arroyo because not only do you have the the reality that comes with just figuring out how to get out of a slump, okay, that's the surface level stuff, but you also have the reality of 
admitting that you have a mental you have uh, mental health issues that go beyond just just playing the game of baseball and how playing the game of baseball sometimes leaks into off the field and the struggles with that and and it, it all is part of the equation of being a human being being in yes you happen to be in this industry and as christian talks about on this podcast and he's right you know anybody like him is going to be years upon years upon years more of a former baseball player than an active baseball player but he still as the here and the now is that he is a baseball player he is a baseball player playing in triple a he is a baseball player trying to find his way back to the major leagues and he's a baseball player who, you know, thought he was going one way and went the other. And now he has to overcome another obstacle. But, you know, the, this is an important podcast, I think. This is an important conversation. It's an important conversation because all the things that we just mentioned. But also, it's another lesson. And we have done this a lot on the Baseballs and Boring podcast. I've tried to give examples of what players either endure, experience, enjoy, whatever it is. But it's not just, here's the story of the day, this ride with it. Yeah, sometimes we do this. But in this case, this is an example of it not isn't easy a lot of times for a guy who, as he said, never thought he would ever see AAA again. He was on his way. He was on his way. Like you said, 28 years old, opening day starter, professed starter of the second baseman for the Boston Red Sox. This is his big chance. Never thought he would see AAA again. And here he is. He lands in AAA. And now he has to get his head around that. He has to get his head around all of it, all that comes with it. But as I said before, I think that hopefully this is a good lesson that Christian allows us to hear about what these guys go through, of what you know, if you want to take it outside baseball of what a lot of human beings go through, it's the powerful stuff, I thought, just talking to him and listening to him. And I appreciate Christian coming on and talking about it. So this was this conversation happened immediately after his most recent game in Worcester. And you're going to hear this reference a few different times where he first couple times up, hits line drives, boom, boom outs by hitting it right in the money frustrating and then he gets to the third at back comes up with a key point in the game doesn't come through but then he relaxes in the fourth time up and he gets a hit and as we talked about the whole night was sort of a microcosm of the ups and the down the roller coaster the different frames of mind and so you know it was it was timely sure it was timely but i think that this conversation as a whole would have been timely at any time all right well at BB isn't boring. It's a social account. We have more podcasts coming later today, uh, but we wanted to kick it off with this one. We wanted to get this one up right away as soon as we could and um, because it's an important one. And we're going to have, uh, I think, that a really, a really um, interesting and fun pod- conversation I had with some of the guys from the Orioles organization, um, Buck Britton, who is the manager of Norfolk AAA, who just sent another guy up to, to, to the major leagues. And he talks about the anatomy of actually meeting with these guys and sending them out. But that's going to be dropping soon. This one, 
I wanted to drop right away. This one, I wanted to get that conversation out right away just so we can talk about it, we can discuss it, you can soak it in, and you can appreciate it. Hopefully, you know, you appreciate what Christian's going through. And uh, I know that I do, I listening to him and seeing him. Um, so there you go. So here you go, Christian Arroyo. So just sort of how do, how, how do you, as you sit here, how do you feel? I mean, you know, I, the situation is what it is. I think um, for me, I just have to kind of accept where I'm at. I had to look at the season that I had um, as a whole and take it for what it was worth. You know, I, I, I say it every spring, like I need a, I need a, you know, I want to get better every year. Um, this year was tough, man. You know, I saw AC had said something um, kind of right after the transaction and stuff. And uh, he said, you know, it just seemed like at times he was he was pressing. And I'll tell you straight up, I was. You know, I knew I had a good opportunity, and uh, I just didn't let myself just play the game. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate that that's how it happened. But, uh, you know, there's really no one to blame but myself. Um, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself, and uh, I didn't put myself in good good situations to, uh, you know, to be successful. Um, you know, I was always tinkering with stuff, always thought something was wrong instead of just going back to my baseline and, you know, getting back to the basics and feeling like myself. So, um, and that even continued being down here. Um, you know, it's a, it's a humbling game. It's a grind, man, and that's part of it. But, uh, you know, I'm a humble human being, and I don't ever take this for granted. So, um, you know, all the amount of, uh, you know, the amount of uh, – opportunity that I've been given in this organization it's unparalleled so I can only be thankful for that but uh, at the same time you know I'm trying to you know work on some things fix some things and uh, a lot of it's mental man um, be completely honest with you I've beat myself up a lot super mean to myself um, you know I think I'm just harder on myself than anyone's ever done on me and uh, it's unfair to myself but um now I kind of have an idea of what happens when I'm when I do do that to myself, right? So I think it's a learning opportunity, uh, opportunity to grow. Um, I mean, the guys up there and all the guys down here have been so great as far as trying to get me back on track and help me out. And um, you know, it, it, it was it was frustrating for me, um, but you know, it's they got a good team up there. And they got a lot of good players, and um, you know, it's. It was tough. It was tough uh, kind of finding out what had happened. But, you know, at the same time, it's like I can't really sit there and say that it, it wasn't warranted, you know. Um, just wish I could have been a little more consistent. But, you know, I try to not to live my life with regrets. You know, I just want to use it as a learning experience this whole year and finish this year strong and healthy and get going and, um, you know, see what the future has hold. I'm going to take you back. I don't know if you remember this. So in – in the winter weekend, we mm-hmm. sat down, mm-hmm. and I, and I said, "Okay, you know, we, we talk about the the ups and the downs, and, and some of the stuff that you went through before." Mm-hmm. You said, "I'm more equipped to handle it." Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the ups and the downs never stop, right? Mm-hmm. They never stop. And no. this, is, this is as much as they think they stop. As you yeah, sat yeah. there in that chair in winter weekend, and, and it's as much as you sat in the chair, like yeah. this is the lesson, right? Yes. It, yeah. it, and I know it's hard for you to see now, yeah. but. I mean, it's but you yeah. Know, as much as the when I say ups and downs, there's going to be an up. Always, yeah. always, yeah. And no, I think, um, you know, in 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 my time this year and trying to learn a lot about myself, um, whether it was in the big leagues when I was struggling, um, when I was hurt, uh, when I was kind of in limbo, 
before I got here, even being here, one of the biggest things I think I took from it is there's, you know, there's two types of people in the world and there's winners and learners, right? There's no winners and losers. Um, you know, obviously when you're an athlete, you lose games and stuff, but um, I think when you think of things as learning opportunities, you be, like you just said, you, you become better equipped to deal with things. Um, and for me, I know that this point in, in my career, um, it's a learning experience more than it is anything, you know. Um, yeah, you got to produce. That's the name of the game. You got to put up numbers. You got to perform. Um, but at the same time, like, I've learned now that trying to produce does not allow you to produce. Mm-hmm. It's one of the craziest things ever because I don't think anyone that knows me or has watched me play or has worked with me will ever say I don't care or that I don't try or that I'm okay with not succeeding. Mm-hmm. And I think that this year it was very apparent that the more I tried, the more stuff started to spiral. Um, and again, that's a learning experience. That's a part of life. And it's unfortunate because, you know, there's a lot of personal things that it affected, you know, and it's when you're hanging your head and you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And, you know, you're trying to figure it out in the box and you're trying to play good winning baseball and you come home and you can't turn it off. Mm. You know, it's unfair to my wife. It's unfair to my family. Um, I feel like I've been kind of disconnected uh, from the outside world a little bit this year because I've beat myself up so much. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's one of the biggest things I've had to learn is baseball is the thing I love to do. And no matter what anyone says, like, I'm going to be a former player for way longer than if I played 20 years in the big leagues, I would be a former player 60 years, hopefully longer than I would be a baseball player. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you look at it that way, yeah, maybe a quarter of your life is spent as a player, but that being said, like what about the other three quarters of your life? Are you going to beat yourself up because your career didn't maybe go the way you wanted it to, or you're, you're in a slump and you felt this or that like, that was the thing I had to do, man. And it, and we talked about it earlier, but I had to deal with some stuff. I was dealing, you know, mental health stuff, whatever. I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not afraid to talk about it. Um, but it wasn't, like, an excuse or anything. It was just I was bad at dealing with the failures, and I was, I was, I was bad at – not that I was bad at dealing with the failures. I was more bad about always thinking something was wrong because mm-hmm. I wasn't having success. Mm-hmm. When in that – sometimes, I mean, this is a tough game. You can – you know, you can go out there and feel great and go over four and line out three times. That's just how this game is. So I think when I really started to understand that, mm. like today, I mean, first at bat, line out to right. I'm just laughing. I'm like, here we go again. And then second at bat, another line out. I'm like, here we go again. And then the last at bat, you know, you scrape a knock and you have a good at bat and you hit the ball hard somewhere. It's like they're bound to fall. You know, it's kind of flip. But um, I think the waiting game is always the scariest part. And that's just, that's not even a baseball. That's just in life. You know, you can do everything right and think you're going to get results. And then someone can do the complete opposite and get the results. But I think that there's timing for everyone. And I think that, um, you know, I think that there's a plan for everyone. And, and once you just begin to trust that, you know, it's, I can sit here and preach about it, but you got to live to it. And uh, for me, I've just been trying to flip that script and, and you know, try to live by that and, and, and I know that when it's all said and done and my career's over, I'm done playing, I can hang my head up high and say, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't, I didn't try my way out of baseball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
two things. Number one is that no matter what struggles you go through, mm-hmm. the one thing that, you know, one of the, well, not the one thing, but the one of the things you have going for you is that you have the proof, you know, you have the proof of mm-hmm. what you've done recently, mm-hmm. as I proclaimed you the best player in spring training. <laughs> but no, the, like, the, yeah. the proof of like, this is like, that you are a good major league baseball yeah. player. You okay. have that. That's in your whole yeah. So no matter what happens, you mm-hmm. have that. The other part about it is like, when you talk about, you had helped so many people, right, in, in the clubhouse and mm-hmm. other people. And so, so when you talk about mental health and struggles, and like, it's mm-hmm. like, that's where I think you have to, you know, it's good to, to talk through it, right? 100%. I mean, right? 100%. I mean, like, Sharon did it last year, yes. right? Yes, yeah. 100%. I think that was one of the biggest things was, for me, at the beginning of the season, actually, um, you know, I was struggling. It was actually, uh, I think it was a rain delay game um, against Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were home, and, uh, you know, rain delay happens. I'm sitting in my locker, and Kike comes up to me, and he's like, hey, man, I think I got a guy for you. And, uh, you know, it just kind of brought me down a different path of understanding. Um, just because you hear it all the time, really. Don't focus on the results. Don't focus on the results. Focus on the process. And it's sometimes you get immune to stuff. You hear things so much, but it doesn't mean anything. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, trust the process. Like, okay, but then you start to question, like, well, I'm trusting the process, but there's no results. So then do you, do you now question your process, right? So that's where... The, the, the part of the of the mind that's tough is like you almost have to trick yourself into being like, no this is the process I know that this is what will make me successful I mm-hmm. just have to trust it There's some mm-hmm. guys some days guys take your number mm-hmm. some days that you just miss the ball There's some <laughs> days you know it just is what it is guy yeah. makes a bad call there's right. just things you can't control so when you can start focusing on controlling what you can control and not focusing on the things you can't control mm-hmm. I think that life just gets easier man like nowadays it's we want to we want to we spend so much time trying to like dictate our future dictate what we're going to do like realistically what's the only you don't you can't even guarantee you're going to wake up tomorrow Mm -hmm. you know so that's my thing is just trying to take it one day at a time now you know one pitch at a time one game at a time you know i I don't try to look into the future Mm -hmm. i used to all the time Hmm. And this is even recently, as in a couple weeks ago, you know, like, shoot, I mean, I feel good about the game I had today, but, like, at the end of the day, it's like, you got to come on, play tomorrow, it's a new game. Hmm. Stick with that process, you know. That process made me successful three out of my four at-bats tonight. You know, I didn't have the results to show it, Hmm. and I haven't had the results to show it even since I've gotten here or this season. Hmm. But, you know, all of a sudden you get a couple more bloopers, you know, a couple more doubles and whatever, and your numbers look way better, and you're not even thinking about it. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Right. Today, a perfect example of that. I mean, 100%. Today, yeah. today is like a microcosm of, you yeah. know, you can't, you know, you can't worry about like what didn't happen because yeah. you know you worry. Yeah. Something else is around 100%. the corner. You hit the line drive, and then you get a single. There yeah. you go. I mean, it's one of those things where where the the old me, the me at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. had I lined out the first at bat, had to get a bat, and the second at bat line out, and then the third at bat was a big, perfect example actually of what I had been doing all year, and that was guy makes a pitch that's out over the plate that's not a pitch he's trying to make, and in my mind I'm like, well I've lined out twice, I'm feeling sexy. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to tie this game. I'm going to take the lead. And what happens? Open up, get too big, effort level goes up, roll over a ground ball. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a fielder's choice, whatever. The last I bet, all I told myself is you can't hit a four-run home run. All you can do is trust what you've been working Mm -hmm. on, Mm -hmm. get to your spot, get a good pitch, and just put a swing on it. Whatever happens, happens. And, you know, I – I think that, that that to me right there, the last at bat was a lot of me and what I had been missing, and that's the ability to take a 96-mile-hour heater over the plate, maybe even a little in, and drive that ball to right field mm-hmm. with ease, right? Like not, mm-hmm. no effort, like right. not thinking about it, just doing it. And I think I've gotten away from that so much because it's funny. You know, you trace those results, and the game calls for OPS. It calls for – that's just what the game calls for. And you think that as a hitter, like you think that you're just going to slug your way – and swing your way into hitting 310 with, you know, 30 homers. And it's like, you know, sometimes I beat myself up because I had one of the best teachers I could have had as a player mm-hmm. in JT. You know, watching JT's work every day and watching how, how he slowed everything down. And his effort level was so minimal. And you go into the game and it was the same effort level. And he's 38 years old, he's got 20-plus homers. He's one of the most productive hitters in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, he's arguably a top three DH in the AL. So, like, to see him do that, it was I was mad at myself because I didn't take that moment to just truly learn. Um, but I've kept in touch with him. I kept in touch with a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just trying to understand that for me, right? Like, knowing that results come with the consistent process, consistent approach. And then when you go from there, then you're good, man. And then you just, you just let your talent, your ability take over. So, you know, it, it sucks a little bit, but... I can't sit here and be angry with the Boston Red Sox organization. They gave, they changed my life. You know, like I had so many great memories here. Mm. Um, I've done so many cool things that I never thought I'd ever imagine. Playing the postseason, almost got to World Series and stuff. Like, you know, so I don't know what the future holds, but you know, super appreciative and even appreciative now of getting the opportunity to even just still grind through my shit now. You know, yeah. it's uh yeah, it's good people. It's good it's people. Good, you, know, you know, and again, like the the thing that you can't. I mean, you're you saying like I, it's good. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But mm-hmm. but I can tell you, like when you're sitting there in November, mm-hmm. you're gonna appreciate it even more. Yeah. When you take a breath, yeah. when you're with your family, yeah. You know, you, when you take a breath, you're like, man. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I learned a lot that I've never, ever thought yeah. I would ever get an no. opportunity. I yeah. know that's hard to, like, digest, it, right? Yeah, now. and it's it's tough, too, because, you know, you think – you sit. I sit here and I wonder all the time. I'm like, you know, I'm like, what's it going to be like when the season's over? And I'm watching playoff baseball and stuff and, um, you know, but it, it's so crazy, man. Like, I think every player – 
whether it's a top prospect or it's a guy who rakes in the minor leagues and gets called up, they all think that their career is going to be very linear, right? Like mm-hmm. everyone thinks their career is going to be like Trev's, Trevor story. Mm-hmm. But 99.9% of guys don't have the career path that those guys do. Albert Pujols, like Miguel Cabrera, those guys are... You know, those are guys are that's the one percent of the one percenters. Those mm-hmm. are surefire Hall of Famers we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Pujols, Miguel Cabrera. You can go on and on. You know, and everyone deals with struggles, but I think the most dangerous thing that I ever did, and every time that I was given an opportunity, was I looked forward to the future so much that I never lived in the present. So I went into this season. And when we didn't acquire anyone, uh, signed anyone, and I kind of had a feeling that I was going to get a chance to play every day, I almost wanted to prove it more to other people than I did to myself that I could do it. Mm-hmm. And I think what happened was is when I started struggling, I got away from everything I knew. And I was just trying to just trying to make up for it in the wrong ways, swinging too hard, chasing. swing. I was trying to swing my way out of a slump. And finally... You know, I feel like I've been able to kind of relax and just, man, like, play stress-free baseball. Where are you going? Because at the end of the day, like, you play stress baseball, you're not going to, I'm not going to play it long. You know, it's just going to be, a, it's going to be an up and a down. And, and I could play long, but I'm not going to enjoy it. You know, I'm always going to look at the game, and I don't want to be the, the person that looks at the game. And when I'm done playing, it, like, doesn't even want to talk about baseball because I feel like I left something out there or whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. I just want to know. I just want to be known as, like, I grinded, I worked my ass off, and I was able to change the way I thought about things. Because I know that this isn't just going to help me in baseball. This is going to help me in life. Yeah. It's going to help me raising a family. It's going to help me in every facet. So um, I'm just trying to learn as much as I can. You know, got to look at the world with, a, with an open eye. You know, um, the old me would probably be sulking still and, you know, being angry and this and that. But, like, anger has never served me. Anger never serves anyone, you know, unless you're a UFC fighter. Maybe that serves you, but for baseball. So it's not a, you know, I talk with a guy I hit with in the offseason. He says all the time, he says, man, hitting is not a try-hard sport. Yeah. And I think it finally clicked for me tonight. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like my three at-bats that I wasn't trying hard. I'm not saying I'm not trying hard, right, but with right. the right intent. Yeah, yeah. You had three good results, and then the at-bat that I tried hard to make something happen, I didn't. Yeah. So, Yeah. Well, I'll I'll just say this, and I I probably said it to you before, mm-hmm. but good things ahead, man. I appreciate it. Good Rob. things Thank ahead. You. No, I appreciate it. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I uh, I look over at my dad, and I I realize that in the silence between us, that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.